From the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between, this is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. And here we go. It's another edition of a special edition of the 5050 podcast powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. We are joined with Chief Operating Officer, a very familiar face. We've had him uh, on the podcast before, Jimmy Kruger. Jimmy, how are you, coach? Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Full days of work behind me almost. And uh, it's it's very, very satisfying seeing everything come together after months and months of preparation. So just about powering through and getting to the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously the entire staff here, right? Uh, board members, multiple people, tons of work goes into this. Um, but I do got to say, as the COO, as the operations guy, I know very few people are as busy as you. How uh, How's it been? How's the day been up to this point? Has it been about what you expected, more than you expected? Where are we at in terms of a, give us kind of a barometer here. In regards to total workload, uh, day started off roughly 6.30 a.m. I was down on the floor. There was an event at Moody Gardens prior to us, so we couldn't get into Exhibit Hall A until this morning. So Freeman was the company we used to set up the Exhibit Hall, and they're here ready to rock and roll at 7 a.m., so I had to meet them. As far as the day has gone, I, I joke that my name's been used more today than it has in the previous year, uh, but it's, you know, it's all fine. Everyone needs... Uh, things to go smoothly, if you will. And I'm, I'm here to help in any way, shape or form. So yeah, it's been a tremendous amount of work and it goes right. The board, it's, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well as Moody Gardens is right. fantastic to us. They go above and beyond with what they're uh, willing to do. When we're talking about shipments and deliveries and holding things for our vendors, it's, it, we receive nothing but positive praise out of them. Nice. So yeah. A lot of hard work, but at the end of it, it, it's worth it when it all comes together. Yeah, yeah. So the inaugural golf tournament today. Talk to us. Uh, how did that go? Despite it being a bit chilly, yeah. Uh, it, it, I would say, very, very positive feedback. Uh, our foundation believes that they have raised at least, at a minimum, five thousand dollars at that event. Nice. And you know, it's something that we're looking to grow further, not just at our convention, but you know, at the state tournament and then do a rotating over the summer, hit different areas and maybe even potentially uh, attach a couple classroom sessions or learning environment to it. And, you know, anything that goes to the foundation is unbelievable because tragedy hits all over the place. And it's, it's always great when we can help uh, any kind of financial burden that may come because life is so uncertain. So, We're trying to establish something to help coaches, help help players, help mm-hmm. anything that we can. And the golf tournament was uh, an idea crafted by, you know, Derek Milling and company, and they've done a very good job in year one. Yeah, yeah. Talk to us. Um, talk to us a little bit more about that foundation. Foundation. Uh, there's multiple ways that we're trying to generate. Uh, I would say a budget for them. It's something that originated back in 2019. It has always been a hope and dream that we create something that will provide provide relief. Laura Peters, the current president, uh, 
she she was fighting cancer in 2019 and she was the first ever recipient of a check from the foundation and it's kind of spilled from there so there's no like i said numerous ways we do raffles that benefit from it the board has basically um earmarked x amount of dollars per year that will go into the foundation and now that we're we're doing things like the golf tournament it's, it's basically an out, outreach program you know if, if anyone knows anyone that's going through tough times you know, reach out to us and we'll put them in touch with derek and you know we're here to help in any way shape or form we can it's beyond just education it's beyond just the game it's 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 life yeah yeah you know one of the uh one of the I've, I've been speaking to a lot of people here today a lot of reg, registrants a lot of coaches and the the vibe i keep getting the the one comment i keep hearing i keep being told is that it's like hey this is kind of more people than we were initially anticipating in terms of attendees coaches which is a good that's a great thing right uh what what are your thoughts on that what, what have been the conversations from your your uh, vantage point we try to prepare people you know there's a you know state association is 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 the concept and a lot of the vendors and and sponsors deal with things on a more national level at times and when, when they come into a state it's a state organization they have these expectations on what they think and then it's always blown away when they get here um so it, it, we take pride in it you know i went to kansas city for the united soccer coaches convention and we received so much uh, positive feedback on what Texas is doing and how the convention that we're putting together is something that should be mirrored by other state associations across the nation. And yeah. we, again, take pride in that for sure. You know, we hit some some record numbers this year with pre-registration. And, you know, it's a lot of organization on the front end, but coaches are, are more inclined to get their stuff in early. And we hit we hit just about 800 coaches pre-registered which is it, it's a new high for us and it's yeah. great because it makes everything in terms of registration go smoothly over the course of the years that's always been the the thing to fix and our first year here we had a two to three line setup and that queue was just too much and now we mm -hmm. expanded to have nine to ten lines and there's really no way coaches come in they they get their badges, they get their, their swag bag, they get it out onto the floor as quick as possible. And it's, it's been great. Yeah. So we're, we're probably going to be looking at oh, just over a thousand people at the convention and it's, it's trending where it was prior to COVID, you know, obviously COVID has affected everyone and in terms of large gatherings and there was an obvious dip, especially obviously when we went to the virtual clinic, but right. Numbers are climbing, and it's 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 great to see. And coaches are excited. Like like I've said before, this is a a perfect time for us to host our convention because it's it's this event, Thanksgiving at home with the family, soccer season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Perfectly said. Um, so it's a special special time of the year. This is really that that official unofficial kickoff, if you will. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so tell us rest of this evening what do we got going on obviously we've had the golf tournament earlier today kicked off registration check-in started 2 2 p.m and our field session started at 5 p.m we got another one going on right now what's going on the rest of the evening as we get ready to transition to tomorrow 
So our final field session actually just concluded as just, you finished that statement. Did it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what's happening right now is we're having a social eight to ten social, uh, I should say eight to ten p.m. social on the exhibit floor, um, and then also we have tech ball there, and we're doing a, our first ever tech ball tournament, yeah. and the winners will take home a free table. Yeah. And it's it's going to be fun to see all these coaches. They I, I know they've been kind of grinding out practice as much as they could in a short window, just try to put themselves on display as right. proper as they can. So it's going to be fun. I mean, we, we as coaches are competitive and everyone's going to try to put right. their right. best foot forward. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we were talking about it earlier as well. And for some of the coaches that couldn't be in attendance this, this year, or maybe they've never been and they've been thinking about it. Why do they need to be here, Jimmy? I know we, we briefly talked about it as in terms of you can't put a price tag on, what what happens more so than just the field sessions the clinicians the classroom sessions but also that invaluable amount of information that takes place between coaches right when you get to talk to another coach another counterpart a uh, different part of the different part of the state but why do they need to be here you know outside of everything you mentioned with the the educational opportunities the social element in it is is phenomenal when you're surrounded with people that have the same passion as you do in a particular sport it's special and it brings out some excitement and energy and it, it's great we all always say that education doesn't always have to be met with a certificate or a license education in itself should be at the core of you as a coach right. you should always be trying to better yourself and if you come to an event like this and you get one thing out of it it's worth it it really is and you're going to get more than that in regards to just, you know, good experiences, positive conversations. You might you might connect with people that, you know, you'll share stuff down the line with. So, you know, it's it's great. There's no reason why you shouldn't come and support what we're doing here. And for for like at the core, we're just growing the game, and we're yeah. growing the game from from our coach's education standpoint. But at the same time, it's bringing together a group of people that love this sport absolutely absolutely so tell us about tomorrow what can we look forward to tomorrow so in in the course of it the friday friday is our big day um we start at 9 a.m exhibit hall will be opened up at eight we all have three sessions in the classroom going on at a time per hour and then we'll have a field session so you have four opportunities and the schedule is there so coaches can pick and choose what they want to want to go to. And so there's three sessions, I should say three hour sessions in the morning. So 9 a.m., 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Then we'll break for lunch for two hours. And then there's the three afternoon hour blocks where there's, again, four opportunities, a field session and three classroom sessions that go on at uh, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. We conclude at 5 p.m. We'll have some raffles and giveaways. At 5.15, we'll do our general meeting and break off into our regional meetings. In old tradition, we would do our rankings there, but it's all digital now, so mm -hmm. that's all done. So it's basically a chance for anyone to give feedback to our directors on what they want to see, you know, topics, clinicians that they think that we should approach. It's just a chance for them to have a voice in right. front of us. Right. And um, after that, we're doing our Hall of Honor induction ceremony with our three inductees and Diane Lofton, um, Charles DeLong and Larry Schaefer. So that event goes on. 
and then the conclusion would be the banquet and it's it's great we have a lot of hall of honor people that come and be a part of it it's a special moment there's a it's enriched with successful coaches gifted coaches and coaches that have done a lot for the sport in texas and it's it's just a great it's a great evening yeah yeah no doubt no doubt um that the the hall of honor piece give us give us a little bit of uh kind of understanding of the genesis um, about that and what what that means so the hall of honor hasn't been um, in existence for very long it, it basically you know i'll go with how how can one be deemed eligible for it um, we created a system that's basically using simple math to create a first line filter uh, if a coach has 300 points, you can nominate them. And on our website, there's a nomination form and you can get all the details there at TascoSoccer.com. But if you have 300 points, and I'll go over what that means, uh, each win a coach has over the course of their season equates to one point. Any year of being a member at Tasco over 15 years equates to a point. Um, serving on the board as a regional director, you get two points a year, anything executive, three points a year. And it's just a way to, to create, you know, like I said, a first line filter. And then from there, the hall of honor committee meets during the senior all-star showcase and goes over every single um, coach that's been nominated. Mm -hmm. And we have a two tiered system of voting where basically there's five voting heads, the vice president, president, and past president. And we have two hall of honor chairman, A and B, and they'll go through it all. They'll vote yes or no for consideration. And if you get three votes, you go into the consideration pool or we'll put everyone up against each other. And it's a weighted system. And we, we restrict it to no more than three coaches just to make sure that over the course of time, there's always a healthy pool. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, it's timeline constriction and all that when we get to the event. But it's celebrating coaches and celebrating the sport. And there's eventually going to be a, um, a breakout where – we're going to start expanding this to um, people of note. So whether it be vendors that have had a history of uh, partnership with us or even eventually into a hall of honor that celebrates players that have played high school nice. soccer at Texas that have gone on to do good things in the sport. So it's, that's kind of where we're moving towards is expanding this and it's, it's going to be great. And, yeah. you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where, where everything goes with it for sure. Yeah. Exciting stuff. That sounds like some great stuff there. So, um, yeah. No, hey, this is uh, this has been great, Jimmy. Uh, can't uh, can't thank you. Can't thank the uh, Tasco, the uh, Tasco staff, Tasco family enough for inviting us, having us here. It's a it's a pleasure to be able to cover this, and uh, looking forward to sitting down with more guests tomorrow. Maybe doing some live uh, spot check in uh, interviews in the uh, in the expo hall as well. Um, so grateful for that. Thank you very much. And um, as is customary, we'd like to leave you with any any final thoughts, shout outs, thank yous, anything um, anything on your mind, anything you want to share? Um, I'm always about um, creating new firsts, and I can't be more excited that 5050 Podcast has been part of this convention and the first podcast presence that we've ever had. And the fact that you're, you know, based in Texas is is added. Yes added chef's kiss if you will but uh it's it's great uh this is this is something that is six to seven months down the line of preparation and again right. when we see it all come together it brings a smile to my face as coaches start coming flooding through the doors and i just look forward to uh 
the rest of this event. And then again, I'm a coach as well. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to start the year. My guys are excited to start the year. And this is the best time often, often. And most coaches, most soccer coaches probably get this on their campus. The second it gets windy, second it gets a little cold, maybe rainy, you'll get this. Oh, it's soccer season weather. Yeah. yeah. For me, yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I, I grew up in Louisiana and soccer's in the fall. So it, you know, I'm just like, it's soccer season when we start the convention. And yeah. that's yeah. kind of that switch that goes from preseason to it's time. And, right. Right. you know, again, I, I feel very privileged to represent this organization and the capacity that I'm currently in. And I don't take any of it for granted. I continue to work hard and we're trying to improve upon things. We're expanding, we're growing, and it, you know, we have a, a lot of, a lot of big plans for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely excited. We're going to let you go because we know we got uh, got a social coming up, got a tech ball tournament coming up. Got to get ready for tomorrow as well. So it's been a great day one. Cannot thank you enough again. Thank you for having us. He is Jimmy Kruger, Chief Operating Officer of Tasco. And I got to mention as well, he is the head men's soccer coach at Katie Seven Lakes High School, a uh, state tournament uh, representative this past this past season and i know looking to make a run again so best of luck on the season as well coach so thank you again appreciate your time and until the next time you know what to do keep downloading and keep listening you've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by college promoters usa help us continue to grow by liking rating and subscribing on all major podcast platforms and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading.